This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me, episode 12. Hey, we are here. It is um, a new day, and I am so excited. I sound different, hopefully. Um, So I always like to talk about my week for those people that are new to listening to Slaying for Me. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the the podcast, episode 12. And um, for those that come back every Wednesday, thank you so much for listening and taking the time out of your day to listen to all the crazy, hopefully inspiring, motivational things that I, I speak about and, you know, listening to my business, honey, because, you know, sometimes it get juicy on here. But, um, this past week I was better. I will say, cause when I spoke to you guys last week, I was telling you about how I was like dealing with a lot, but this, um, past week was, uh, you know, it was better. It was definitely better. Um, I attended therapy, so I decided to, um, take my mental health by the horns and decide to get me some mental care and, um, on Thursday, I had my first therapy session and I was, I got to the point in, my, in those last couple of weeks when I was telling you guys that I was going through a, um, stretch, a faith stretch that I was like really low and it didn't, it probably like the times that I was speaking with you guys, I was at a point when I was high, but when you go through, um, forms of depression, you find really low your, yourself in really low moments. And I never had experienced that in my life. So me having a bunch of episodes for, for longer than a couple of days, I was concerned. And so was my family and people that are close to me. So I decided to, speak to someone so I just first I check my insurance see what companies I can go with and then I also one of my um requirements for finding a therapist was making sure that I had somebody that looked like me I wanted to speak with someone that looked like me um and make sure that my insurance is able to cover it half of it a little bit 85 percent and I pay the other half you know but um I checked my insurance and I they were able to refer me to a company that does take my insurance. Um, and I scheduled the appointment and I did my therapy session. It was so releasing to speak to someone and, um, unpack some things I didn't even know I was holding on to. Like, I didn't even know that I was repressing a lot of my feelings. Like I knew it, but I didn't like understand the reason why I was doing that. And, um, speaking with my doctor it was it was very refreshing I felt like my mind had the weight that was on my mind was lifted and the weight that was on my shoulders was lifted and the weight that was on my spirit was lifted and the weight that was on my soul was lifted and um, I'm excited for my new mental journey health mental health journey because I definitely for me going to therapy and the reason why I made the decision was because I wanted to I didn't, I wanted to be present for my family. I, w- I was doing it not only for myself, but for my marriage, for my family, for my career, everything that 
I'm attached to and every person that I'm I'm that's in my life is going to need for me to be mentally in my right mind and have my mental health together because they're going to need me for things at a certain point. And God is going to use me for some, some moments in my life that involves other people. And I want to be mentally there. I want to be mentally healthy enough or have the tools to mentally get myself through some things that some challenges and some stretch moments that I'm, I'm going to continue to experience throughout life. So I'm so happy that I made the decision to take care of my mental health. And, you know, I've gone to therapy before, like I've done a couple of sessions, but this one is different. It was different in comparison to my previous therapy sessions, because those therapy sessions in the past was me like dealing with family and how people, you know, how I, how the people in my life respond to me and how I respond to them, unpacking my issues with my family. But this was specifically about me. So, you know, and I, find myself um, taking on other people's emotions and their feelings and, you know, taking on their burdens. And I don't allow for myself to, um, you know, put my burdens on other people. And, um, you know, that was one thing that I had to take accountability for because I um, am one of those people that be like, girl, throw it all on me. I'll carry it. And then, you know, I get to a moment in my life where I'm like, oh, I got so much I need to throw something on other people, but I just am so afraid because I'm the strong friend. I'm definitely the strong friend and you're, you need to check in on your strong friend. Strong friends need therapy too. They need that. And, you know, being labeled as the strong friend and labeling myself as the strong friend is is unfortunate because you never think that you, you know, you know, you need help, but you never get the carriage or you never want to reach out to other people because you just, it just is not your first thing to do. You might, you, you internalize what you're feeling. So I'm in therapy. y'all. I'm excited. And for those of you who are trying to decide if you want to go to therapy, you know, take some time, you know, we all, you know, do your research, speak to someone that has taken therapy before you know try a session because you know first session is them trying to get to know about you and you talking about so it's not in a nitty-gritty stuff but you know therapy is definitely one of those situations where you release so much of yourself and you rediscover some things about yourself that you knew but they help you and guide you through what you know you need to get through and help you give you the tools so um when I was talking to my therapist I uh <laughs> realized a lot of things about the world and about myself and one one thing that came to mind when I was thinking about this episode and when I wanted to talk to to you guys about one thing that I realized in today's society and it's very heightened and me and my husband speak about this all the time is that people do not take accountability. Accountability is at all time low in today's society like people just don't hold themselves accountable and then when they do it's 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 a um it's a cliff note it's a cliff note like i'm gonna hold myself accountable but this is the reason why i'm doing it and i might just do it for this one little moment so i wanted to break down what accountability so i got two different definitions i got accountability and personal accountability so accountability is the fact or uh, um condition of being accountable so accountability means the fact or condition of being accountable so when you think about accountability they say it's the fact or the condition 
So at the end of the day, if you don't hold your account yourself accountable or situations accountable, you know, it's it's a condition. It's something that you're conditioned not to do. You you're conditioning yourself not to do that. And so personal accountability is being willing to accept the consequences resulting from your choices, actions, or behavior. How many of us in our lives, and we know people in our lives that do something, you say that they've done it, we've seen them do this thing, and they just decide, I ain't never done it. That's not me. I know I'm accountable. I know I'm holding myself accountable for stuff like that. Cause my husband would say, you said that. I was like, I never said that. I ain't never done that. That ain't me. That ain't me. And then I'll turn around and do the sad thing and be like, he'd be like, you just did it the other day. No, that wasn't me. You know, it's something that's small as that small to you, but big to other people that are holding you accountable of your actions, your choices and behaviors. So personal accountability is something that I think America struggles. I mean, we, we out here struggling with accountability all across the board. Accountability for, we not holding our president, you know, the, uh, the politicians accountable. You're not holding your auntie accountable. You're not holding everybody in America is not holding nobody accountable. So I struggle with, you know, accountability in my life. And it was one thing when I first started, when me and my husband first started dating, that was like a big thing. Like I would not hold myself accountable for anything. I wanted everything to go my way in a relationship. And he had all of these restrictions. I had him on restriction mode. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't, you know, and the things that I was telling him not to do, I would do. And he was like, well, you know, how is that fair? You're not, you're not accountable. You're not holding yourself accountable. You're holding me accountable for all of these things, doing sad things, but you're not doing any of these things. And I was like, yeah, but no, we ain't doing it. This is what I want us to do. So unfair, right, guys? You know, I'm so glad I've grown. You know, I'm and I'm so glad that he decided to marry me because I was something else, honey. But it wasn't something else in a sense like I was so used to getting things my way and in, in my life in general. And you know, when you you know, match your world with someone else's world, it's a lot of things that you got to be flexible on. It's a lot of things that need to be considered as fair it's a lot of things in your life that you're gonna have to give up it's a lot of things in your life that's gonna shake you up and when my husband came into my life this is how I knew he was gonna be my husband he was a disruption he was a he was a beautiful disruption in my life because my man came in and was just like knocking all the shit off the table like everything that I thought was like oh this is so perfect this is how it's gonna be and we're gonna do this and he would be like nah you know that don't align with what I do or And one thing that one thing in particular that he had to hold me accountable for was my listening skills. Like, honestly, my husband is like one of the best listeners in the world to me. I I think that his listening skills is like on a thousand. My listening skills, not they not even on a thousand. It ain't even a thousands. It ain't even a hundreds. It's in the low, like low numbers. So, uh, I've gotten better, but when we first started dating, oh, yeah, my listening skills was on. I will, I will tune out real quick. So 
he will be listening to something that I'm saying. He'll remember everything. And then he'll start talking and girl, I'll tap. You talking about somebody tap out. It was me. Like my listening schools was just not that great. And he'd be like, you remember what I said? I'd be like, no, I don't remember that. Like, Or I'll be like, you ain't never said that to me. You ain't never said that. And he'll be like, you don't listen. I was like, yes, I am. I'm a great listener. I listen all the time. And I was like, no, sis, you, your listening skills is at an all time low. And we would get into disagreements about me and me, him listening to me and me not listening to him and me not holding myself accountable for not being an active listener. And, um, that was like a struggle. So I had to like, take accountability for that because like something happened personally that he really needed me to do. And I just did. He told me and I wasn't listening and the shit just fall. It just fell apart. But <laughs> I had to like, in that moment, hold myself accountable. Like, damn, Alexis, you should have been listening. You should have been listening. Like, and I wasn't another thing in my life when it comes to my health, not my mental health, but my health in general. I love bread, but bread hates me. And it hates me to a point where if I have too much bread, y'all, I I get sick. I'm like out here. I'm out here laid out about to die. Okay. And um, you would think it would be a situation where I'm like, okay, Alexis, you getting sick. Off of the bread, don't have too much bread, right? This is back in the day. This was like last year, but back in the day though. And I was just like, okay, I'm a, you know, I ain't going to stop the bread. I'm just going to have little pieces or whatever. You know, you talk, you talk a little stuff to yourself. And then, so me eating bread for multiple days, it causes me stomach pain. That's one of the reasons why I got my hernia surgery because it was, a digestive system issue right and at the time my hernia was growing anyway and I didn't even know it but my husband always would aid me because you know when I'm in pain I'm like a baby like honestly like when I'm sick I'm out like it ain't no coming back for me until I'm healed right and my husband aids me and he reminds me you know you shouldn't be eating all that bread like he holding me accountable and I'm like it don't even matter, you know, like I can't eat nothing. You holding me accountable is not really a big deal. Like I just had a couple of pieces of bread lime. I know I had not a couple of pieces, friend. I probably had 17 pieces of bread. And but in my mind, because I wasn't holding myself accountable, I only had a little piece of bread, right? <laughs> and uh I'm complaining because normally when I'm sick, right, I complain that I'm the only person in the world that's sick. Because I don't like to be sick. So pray for me, you know, as I get sick, you know, I, I mature a little bit. But anyway, so I didn't hold myself accountable. And because I didn't hold myself accountable, I was causing myself to get sick and my health to be on a decline because I wasn't saying to myself, Alexis, you know, even my doctors would be like, girl, don't have that much, much bread. I'm like, but the bread is out here. Like they baking it. They baking this bread. Like what the hell are we supposed to do, you know, with a sandwich? I'm supposed to just eat the lettuce. Like, no, nah, we ain't doing that. We gonna have to have some bread. And then they got the bread at, um, you know, red lobster, the butter biscuit. Like, how how am I supposed to pass that up? Like, I'm supposed to just have one and they put four on the table? Like, that's unfair to the bread community to just eat one piece of bread. Like, no. So, I had to hold myself accountable because I had, like, a really bad acid re 
reflux episode where my stomach and my chest and everything was in so much. I was in so much pain. I literally could not get up. I literally couldn't get up out the bed, out out the bread, out the bed. (laughs) I couldn't get up out the bread either. (laughs) But I was like, so down and my husband was like you cannot do this anymore you need to make an executive decision about your health and I had to hold myself accountable I was like I'm complaining and doing all of this but I'm the person that ate the bread I'm the person that decided I was gonna have a pizza I'm the person I decided I was gonna have like the pasta the the bread rolls from uh Olive Garden them you know and then don't let us go to Outback Steak I'm not Outback Steakhouse is it Outback Steakhouse where they got the butter the cinnamon butter in that brown bread <laughs> honey I'm just salivating thinking about it but I'm a bread person I love bread I went to Paris to have bread. I was like, um, we gonna put the bread. They're gonna give us a long stick of bread. I'm gonna eat it all day. It was bread on deck. So I had to take accountability for the fact that I was putting myself in this situation. And most of us lie to ourselves like I'm holding myself accountable I'm just gonna have a little piece of bread and you having little pieces of bread every day honey no that's not the same holding yourself accountable is like for me now if I have bread I have it once a week or once every two weeks and I I have to be diligent with that I have to make sure I'm like, okay, I had bread this week. I cannot have bread again this week because my body is not. Or if I have bread earlier in the week, I can have bread like on Saturday or Sunday, like spread out how much bread I'm having because my body is not going to be able to take bread constantly. I have to take accountability for I am in control. My actions, the choices that I made, the choice to decide I'm not going to have that much bread in a week calls for my actions to be different like okay I made the choice my actions is I ain't gonna when we go out I ain't gonna be able to eat no bread and my behavior changed which my behavior will be my health my health was better and I'm able to deal with myself so you know we all struggle with accountability but I think the biggest thing for us is getting to that point where we hold ourselves accountable so I also as I was thinking about accountability and, you know, going through therapy, they, they kind of help you reflect, look inward. You do a lot of inward looking. I asked the question, I said, when, you know, when did you, when do we learn accountability in our lives? I mean, that's a deep question. When do you learn accountability in your life? Like, and I was like coming up thinking, like going through thoughts in my mind. And I was like, okay, Maybe we we don't really know when we figured it out. So I think these are just some things that I think we when we learn about accountability. I think uh, one moment could be when you as a child, we all write on walls. Every kid has written on the wall, has written on the floor, has written on some stuff that ain't a paper piece of paper that your parents have given you we all have experiences as kids we do that you know or the touching the stove thing like your parents be like don't touch the stove or don't touch the hot plate and the kid has done it i remember seeing this video of this uh of this little girl these parents they were like this little these little kids no it wasn't a little girl it was three little boys and i you guys have probably seen the video And these little boys, they were like drawing on one another. (laughs) 
and the the kid that was talking he must have been the mature out of the the, uh, the other two but anyway his his mom was like videotaping him and he was like she was like why did you guys write on your skin like we gave you paper and pen or whatever whatever he was like really we really apologize the other kid one of the little kids was just looking like i don't got nothing to do with this this he wasn't holding himself accountable but the other two little kids was the one that was speaking was like please just forgive us he was holding himself accountable we just was trying to draw and all of this and you have some kids that you know, you really have to really teach them over and over to hold themselves accountable. Like, you know, um, even the trend that they had with the little kids where they put the snack on the table and it was like, don't touch the snack until I came back. So my niece, my great niece did that. And the challenge her mom had did it with her. And she had put the stuff on the table and she left and she ate, she ate the snack right away. So when her mom came back, she was like, did you eat the, uh, fruit snack? She was like, no. She was like, you're lying. She was like, no, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. But clearly her actions were that the snack, she made the choice to eat the snack and she ate the snack. And clearly we can see that the snack isn't there. And she was like, you know, Jada, you ate the snack. <laughs> And Jada was like, no, honey, it was not me. It was a ghost. So, you know, we learn accountability so young, although, you know, you might not look at it in that particular situation now as an adult, but we, you know, holding our kids accountable because, of course, explaining to them their actions will allow for them to know what accountability looks like if they do something that they harm someone like a little kid you know hitting another little kid oh he likes him or she like him or whatever no you don't put your hands on people if you want to say that you like someone or it's other ways to express yourself so as kids holding yourself accountable i know my mom was like really big on like did you draw on this wall i'll be like yeah that was me but you gave me the crayons <laughs> so uh, i ain't know where else i was supposed to go once the paper and the wall just seemed like a canvas so so, you know, sometimes we learn accountability as young kids and, you know, those are scenarios. Um, another accountability factor is for me, I learned that, you know, you can't put back stuff on a back burner. So when I was in college, I failed a test in school when I was in college and I hate math and science. Like it, that, those are my two least favorite subjects in when I was in school and they go hand in hand like they they coexist together right and I was just like the teacher was uh gave the test and I was like oh she was like we're doing two I'm doing tutoring sessions you guys should come you would think that I would have showed up but honey I was like no I'm good like I'm just go ahead and do this test study for a couple of hours on my own went to go take the test completely failed I must have been the only person that got like a real low score because she wrote a note and was like, come and see me in my office. So I went to her office and she was just like, um, you know, I know that you can do the work. You know, you it's just some things she was explaining my test to me, like some of my equation my equations was great, but the answers was not great. And she was just going through everything. And she suggested me coming to do the uh tutoring session so of course i had to do the tutoring session because i passed this big test i mean failed this big test 
And I had to take accountability for the fact that because I was fearful of failing or fearful of not knowing, and it was something that I already didn't like, I didn't even want to go across that board. I didn't even want to go to the table. <laughs> like, I was just like, look, I'm going to just avoid this. So I had to take accountability for my actions. I had to take accountability for the fact that I was scared and I didn't want to, you know, failing. I'd rather just troop it out and see where I get. So that was a careless mistake that I made. But I had to take accountability for the fact that I didn't put the $10,000 for me to be able to, to set myself up to win. Also, it's so funny because some people learn accountability based off of doing things wrong. So... Some people deal with stealing or doing doing a crime. So when I was like 10 years old or whatever, I was out with my cousins and they they had been a part of the stealing committee for some time. They would steal like candy and chips and stuff like that, like little stuff. So when we were 10, we would wear like fake nails or whatever. We would get the glue and put the nails on or whatever, whatever, just to be doing it for fun as little kids. And this particular time, I had money in my pocket and but we was like oh we just gonna steal the nails you can just hold your money and then we can go to get some chips this is my first time stealing well attempting to steal in my life (laughs) so we get into the shop we get into the beauty supply they got the nails down there all of the different sizes and the glue and stuff like that so my cousins them they grab their nails and walk out the store you talking about somebody was nervous child i said so I picked up the nails. The guy walked up on me and I just dropped them and I ran out. And he was like, well, why you ain't get your nails? And I was like, I just can't do it. It, <laughs> it wasn't for me. And the guy came out and because he was somebody, a store that was in a community where my, where my aunts and stuff, they had told our aunts that we had stole the nails and my cousin then was denied I was like it was me I took some I I tried to take some and I had to hold myself accountable because I mean accountability when it comes to trouble is a big a big deal like I could have become become a real super thief if I hadn't learned my lesson in that situation and sometimes we do have to go through situations like that or go through criminal or trouble to learn that we need to change our actions um also i feel like uh having children holds you accountable as well i know like a lot of people talk about how their kids change them and all of that type of stuff which i think is so amazing i love hearing stories especially of black men talking about how you know their daughters and their sons morph their lives and change their perspective because we we hear the perspective of the mom changing because the mother goes through as women we go through so much when we get pregnant the pregnancy is the change getting pregnant is the change you know having the baby is the change your body goes through change but I love hearing the perspective of a man talk about how the baby, you know, children morph their lives and change them and cause them to hold themselves accountable of a lot of choices that they've made in the past. And I think for me, accountability when you have a holding yourself accountable when you have a child, it's, it's multi leveled in a sense because, you know, your child is you, you are your child's first teacher. So you have to hold yourself accountable with the words that you say around this little person, how your actions are, because they follow suit what you do. So, you know, sometimes our children and having children will force us to hold ourselves accountable and not just 
not just a p- parent as a parent, but as an aunt and an uncle, like when you have your first niece and nephew, you take that into accountability or like a grandparent that has their first grandchild, you know, they take accountability for a lot more things in their lives because they want they're representing, you know, they're showing um, their role models for these little people that are watching them, you know? So I think accountability also comes into play. We learn accountability in those moments and then death. You learn accountability in death. Like I know in the black community, it is so many people that had to get a accountability reality check when a person um in their life passed away. Like I know specifically my grandmother and my grandfather were like the head of our family. Like they took care of a lot of people. Like they were the person that everybody ran to, you know, and my grandparents crutched a lot of their children, their grandchildren, their great grandchildren. And so when my grandparents passed away, a lot of them had to figure out they had to take accountability for their lives in general and make decisions for themselves and say, hey, I mean, I need to make sure I pay my own rent or I need to make sure I have some place to stay or I got the fine care for my own kids, you know, take accountability for their lives in general. Um, and death will definitely put that in, put you in perspective with that one, because it's a lot of people that lean on the people in their lives and then when they die they don't know where they're going and they have to take accountability for their choices that they've made you know um accountability is something that we struggle with in society as i said before and sometimes it's selective and you know we won't hold people accountable like sometimes we hold one person accountable and then we don't hold a lot of people and i mean in in the media honey we hold white folks accountable but we don't we we don't we hold black folks accountable but not white folks it depend on the situation and it can be a racial thing accountability is very racial they pick and choose who they want to deal with and not even taking it to the race thing like beyonce followers her fans and i'm a fan of beyonce and i love her don't come after me beehive but the beehive is selective with who <laughs> what beyonce do they hold Beyonce accountable on some things and then other things they be like oh it's just B she's just doing a thing so in our society accountability is very selective it's a popularity contest too everyone is fighting to show that they keep it real like on you know everybody is like oh I keep it real I'm real I'm real <laughs> holding themselves accountable is like a it's a competition like it's a popularity contest and they want to be like i want to be held accountable i want people to show me see me as you know i'm holding myself accountable for being real i'm being real so you know it's a it can be a popularity contest and accountability can be a trend like everybody's saying how everybody is not uh, expressing how superficial um social media is now and now that they aren't being seen like some people find themselves being in situations where they're like oh nobody's seeing me and they're holding themselves accountable or holding other people accountable or a social media platform and saying um ain't nobody being real out here and i'm being real and everybody's superficial and everybody's just doing stuff so they can be seen no 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 accountability can be a trend especially on social media so you know i think that 
we need to make sure that we are all holding ourselves accountable. Is it easy? No, nobody wants to hold themselves accountable. Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Everybody wants to be the good guy. Everybody wants to be the popular guy. And then you have some people that are okay with that. I think that accountability, holding yourself accountable for a lot of things and holding the world accountable for some things. It's a hard, it's, it's like, uh, going against the grain because nobody wants to be held accountable for things that are wrong. They want to be held accountable for things that they're, that's gonna, you know, progress their, progress their lives and put progress in their lives. But that is my episode for today. I hope that you guys enjoy it. Don't forget to listen and follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and RageVoiceNetwork.com, where you're able to check out all of the episodes. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, Snapchat, at Alana Fuss. Alana is spelled A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S. Also, guys, I want you to remember that slang for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a good day. Bye.